Welcome to I'm Screaming, a podcast for anyone who's ever felt like shamelessly screaming at the top of their lungs over a moment in pop culture. Because sometimes pop culture can be scary and you just gotta let it out. Let's scream about it together. Hello, Maggie. Hello, Giselle. Here we are, not on a Monday, not on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. Here to bring you I'm Screaming Pod. I'm Screaming Pod. We've been chaotic. It's been a lot. Listen. Listen. As we said last week, we're we're just like, you know, 20-something girly pops living our lives in, in New York City. And like... It's Sometimes a lot. Sometimes it's a lot. It's a lot. And also Giselle's Wi-Fi was like... Literally like if you did not Instagram, work. Instagram, you know that it did not work on Monday at all. And so Giselle couldn't do any of her actual work. Yes. And so when the work doesn't get done, then the fun work cannot happen. If you don't do the errand, you, you can't, can't have the tree. And this is the tree. Yes. So, so we postponed. We postponed. We postponed and it's now Wednesday, but you will be hearing this on a Thursday. Yes. And we have a special treat for you today because it's something fun. It's a little bit, you know, out of the ordinary. Something for the girls, something for the summer. Something for the summer. <laughs> and that is someone that you hear about often on this podcast. Um, if you listen, you know that if there's a Maggie and a Giselle, <laughs> there's a Vera Lynn. So hi, Vera. Hi. I didn't think I was going to get introduced I this didn't, early. I didn't know you were doing this either, but I'm happy you're here. Hi, I was just going to sit quietly. Oh, I you thought can you can you... until it's your turn. Yeah, but people, you're here. But you can also, you can, you can throw little anecdotes in. Right. Yeah. Like, I can tell everybody about the season finale of Loki. Which we just we watched. We literally <laughs> just watched, so we can be prepared for this here episode. Yes. That I know the most about of this group. Of course. You're good, though, Vera. I will, like, just all complimented you during the episode. Yes. And, like, I'd seen it before, so I, like, knew it was coming, and you were fully predicting stuff that was coming. We're proud. Only that they kissed. Sorry. Is that a spoiler? Sorry. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> there, will, there will be spoilers for Loki season finale in this episode. Yes. But actually, I didn't think they were going to. I was just like a little confused if that was... I didn't know if they had a past, a romantic past. No, no, no. That was their first little But speech. But then also the whole time I was like, are they supposed to be a couple? But also you just told me that they are one and the same. Yes. Indeed. So was it, would you say, we're really jumping into it, would you say that kiss was a little incestuous? A little, people, a little bit. We'll get into it. Okay. Yeah. I'm silencing myself. No, don't silence yourself, but Vera's here. Wait, but can I, can I tell you this funny anecdote that I've been withholding from you both? Of course. That I haven't told anyone. Oh my God. So I went to the gym and then I went to the, um, like a little deli to get a Gatorade. Of course. Electrolytes. And I'm like up at the counter, right? And I like put my Gatorade up. And the guy's like, do you want a bag? And I'm like, sure. And this man comes in. He's on the phone. He's dressed for like work. And he's like, on the phone, he's like, yeah, bro. He's like, yeah, I know. It's so crazy, bro, right? And the other guy is on speaker. And he like, the guy's truly just like standing in the doorway, like right next to me. And I'm like, are you coming in to like get something? Like what's happening? And he goes, his friend goes, wait, man, like where are you right now? And he was like, uh, and he like took a really long pause and he goes, Oh yeah, I'm still all the way downtown, man. I'm like my, making my way back uptown, which like I'm not gonna say like where I live, yeah, just in case. But I fully live in like Midtown yeah. area, and so like it was a bold faced lie. And the guy was like on speaker and talking out loud, and me and the guy who was checking me out like made eye contact, and we were like, he is lying to this man. Oh Brother. my goodness, he is. Do you think it, do you think it was a romantic? 
call? I don't think so. Oh. No, I don't think so. But like maybe I don't know. My mind went a million places. I was just like, what could? Why? Why is he lying? Why lie? I thought that this was a spinoff of the Loki conversation no. still, so I thought you were going to say that the man was like, where are you? And then the other man was like, in the multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> Many timelines. Um, yeah, I mean, if you really think about why people lie, not like, to get into it, but like... Like, how weird is that, though? That that happened? And that, like, now I know this man, like... I'll never probably see this man again, but like you are in a I like when I walk by him to get out. You're part like, of his timeline. I know. Yeah. I know. You lied. Why did you lie? I wonder. Sometimes it's like, you know, I I have used to when I used to go to into an office, like there were definitely times where I was like, Oh my god, the train, the legs. <laughs> I have not left my house. Always, always the L train. Because oh, not many people lived on the L at the place I used to work. And Same. so I can always get away with it. Oh, once in my office, my first office that I worked in, um, I fully slept and woke up <laughs> at nine o'clock. Yeah. And I'm in Long Beach. <laughs> and I don't have my laptop. And I'm like, oh no. L-I- How am I going to get to work? So, RR. So I'm emailing my team, like, hi everyone, my train was canceled. So I'm just <laughs> gonna be very late. And then that was the day that I, um, I got off, had to get off the subway like early to like walk a little bit when I finally got in at like 10.30 and I saw Sutton Foster on the street. It's a little thing. So like I was meant to be late because I yes. was meant to see Sutton Foster and her agent like walking down the street. Of course. Also, but. you said like the fear of like people lying, not like a fear of people lying, but like lying is a bit, yeah. you know, um, in the Loki episode. Wow. When... When Beard they, just wants to talk about sorry, Loki. Sorry. I, so I, I love it. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers for Loki. Um, we can just jump into Loki. Let's just do it. When they don't recognize, or like they don't know who he is at that the is, end, that triggered a fear that I didn't even know fear. I had. But that's scary as hell. Like imagine waking, waking up one day and I go to text you and you're like, who is this? Yeah. That's so scary. That's scary. That's, that's scary. Really scary. Yeah. That's really scary. Ooh, I've had dreams like that. It's really, really, really I don't stressful. like it. I hate it. I hate it's it. like, do I hate that more than I hate doppelgangers? Doppel- no, I hate doppelgangers the most. Ooh, doppelgangers are scary as hell. You saw us though, right? Yes. How did you feel about that? So scary. Yeah. So scary. You know what's even scared me more? What? The TikTok trend of the Marvel people who look exactly like the. Oh, and if I literally, y'all, if I was scrolling on TikTok and I opened my TikTok to a to a person that looked exactly like mm-hmm. me, I. Done. Canceled. There's that woman Delete. who looks exactly like Scarlett Johansson. Delete. Because some of them are doing like makeup to do it, but that woman actually looks exactly so like Scarlett Johansson. It's so it's scary. Terrifying. It's so scary. I'm sure that we all have doppelgangers. I think that's a thing. Yeah, I think. But also, have you heard that you're not supposed to be able to recognize them? Because you, we don't actually fully know what we look like yeah. as people. Because, because we when are. When we look at yeah. ourselves in the mirror, it's the opposite of how people see us. Yeah. And how we look in pictures, right? Has ever happened to you? Has it ever happened to you on a... It specifically happens to me on Google Meet. I don't know if your company has used Google Meet. I look a damn mess. No, no, no. This is the thing. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) My eyes fall on the fuck out. I look like... (laughs) No, no, no. But that's okay. Like, yes, but also... um, Yes, and, as they say in improv. um, (laughs) Yes, and. Yes, and. What's worse than just how you look on Google Meet is when somebody on Google Meet screen shares, but they haven't oh, brought up their thing yet. So you no. see the way your face 
looks in the Google Meet because they're not screen sharing, sharing the deck yet. They're just you. Zoom screen. They're 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 screen with all of our faces yeah, on it's it. Always me this front so center. you can see your own face how it looks on their screen. But I guess it's maybe not because it's a screen share. But I have never looked worse in my life. I've never looked worse. Oh, I look awful. This is why people say you need a middle part because sometimes the side part be going and I'm like, <gasps> yeah, no, the party always the other like, way. I look like a damn fool. I can't. It's like the TikTok friend of the filter that yeah. does the thing, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I will never do because yeah. I know I don't have a symmetrical face. Um, but on Google Meet, that happens to me. Yeah, it's I look awful, unpleasant. Awful. But let's lift each other up. I'm sure yeah, we look we're beautiful. All gorgeous. We're yeah. all stunning. We're beautiful. all stunning. Okay, so Loki. Okay. Um, so yeah, basically, y'all, um, we are going to be in. diving in. We have topics that you know are very normal for Giselle and Meg, and then Vera will be commenting. And also, V has prepared a fun little game for us at the she end. She prepared it um, while we were watching the first half of Loki. And then she, she got really involved. So, so, um, so yeah. But anyway, Loki. I mean, you know, we've already let's done. Rate. Some, let's we, rate. I was just about to say. Yeah. Yeah. Of we course. should rank. Um, but. We've already said some spoilers, so like further spoilers, I'm sure here. Of so course, keep skipping. Course, if you're skipping, I will try and like put the exact time of when spoilers come. Wait, but have you thanked Meg today for all the hard work <laughs> she does on editing? One, two, three. Thank you, Megan. Keep going. Um. Okay. So ranking. There has been three Marvel shows now. It has. Uh, WandaVision. Yes. Which you all heard us talk about every week. Yes. Falcon and Winter Soldier, which you heard us talk about a little bit less. Yeah. And then Loki, which you heard us talk about probably the least. Even the less. <laughs> but um, I think we liked all of them. I we think, did. I think we're fans. I think, like, it's hard not to... It's hard for me to, like, hate I have a Marvel thoughts. property. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, should we rank? You want to go? Yeah. Or, or go with your thoughts about Loki in, in general? Yeah, I think, like, here's my ranking. Number three, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. Number two... Loki, yes. number one, WandaVision. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is that I liked Loki the most for, like, what it means for the MCU yes. and the part it plays in the MCU. Yes. But, like, I loved WandaVision because it was so fucking different. That's exactly how I feel. Of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> that's exactly how I feel. Um, that's exactly how I feel. Hey! That's exactly how I feel. Um, I agree. I think people have been getting so upset online and I mean you have you missed all of the Loki finale discourse I did I which stayed is away. fine because then you were completely surprised by the special guest yes. which I wanted for you um as was I I was so excited um however I think people there was like an article written and I, I didn't really read it because I kind of knew I disagreed but whatever um that was talking about how frustrating it is that like WandaVision and Loki's finales turned into setup for the movies. Okay. And how like they can't just be their own thing. But I also do think they can be their own thing. And I think like I think at the end of the day we all just have to accept that like anything that we see from Marvel, even if it feels standalone, is in service of the larger plot. That's the point. And people are like, of the and I get, I get that people like would rather like just like see like a one off, and like I get like some people would, and I get that, but also like what kind of what did you expect? Yeah. Because okay, so spoilers. The theories for who was going to be the like big bad at the end of Loki, right? Were like another variant of Loki. Yeah. Which is what they originally set it up as. Right. 
Um, I can't even think of anyone else. And Kang, the Conqueror. Yeah. Which it ended up being a version of that character. Right. That we knew was coming into the MCU in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Yes. Um, and Jonathan Majors had said, like, he, he is not in Loki, but he was. And he was the star of the last episode, basically. Completely. Yes. Iconic. Um, like, stole the show. Very iconic. Um, but, like, everybody was talking about that before the episode. So when they brought him in, it's like... Well, then what did you expect? Of course it was going to be set up yeah. in movies. Like, especially because these, at least for WandaVision, it's a limited series for sure. Right. Falcon and Winter Soldier submitted in drama for the Emmys. Which, like, <laughs> let's talk, can we talk for a second about Don Cheadle getting an Emmy nomination for his literal minute and a half, minute and a half. cameo in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Minute and a half. You saw it. You saw the first episode with us. I absolutely saw it. Do that. you remember when the Falcon mm-hmm. is, they're in is DC. doing their ABC and they're doing the, the S.H.I.E.L.D. dedication and him and Don Cheadle are having a chat? Yeah. That is the only time Don Cheadle appeared in that show. That's Emmy nomination. That's the industry being rigged. That's Don Cheadle being iconic. Don Cheadle said... You know what? I don't get it either, but sorry to the haters and thank you to the lovers. Really? <laughs> like, obsessed no, with Don no, no, nothing against Don Cheadle, but I think that yeah, that's a little bit them throwing, Ridiculous. throwing a... Well, I think they kind of felt bad because they gave so many Emmy nominations to WandaVision, but Falcon and Winter Soldier wasn't as good, so they were like, oh, here you go. Here you go, Cheadle. Yeah. I love it. But what about Sebastian? What Gosh. about the man himself? Sebastian and Anthony, nothing. The new uh, Captain America. Nothing, nothing for... for That's silly. It's, it's a bit silly. That's like if Meryl Streep had a cameo in something for 30 seconds, she'd still get nominated. Yes, totally. Yeah. But I also think that the guy who played Isaiah Bradley should have gotten that spot for sure. Don Cheadle because like he gave us acting. acting. Like, Don Cheadle just like effortlessly showed up as this character he's been playing since 2010. Like it's easy for him. Right. Or she? Anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, mean... That's just a joke, but anyway. I think, like, honestly, honestly, yeah. what do people expect? Want, yeah. What do you want? Yeah. You want an MCU, you want the spoilers, you want the Easter eggs, you want the end credit scenes, yeah. but then now you're mad? Yeah. You wanted the shows, but now you're mad. I don't understand. I'm just, listen, I'm, I'm just a humble consumer. I am just a humble consumer at the feet of Kevin Feige. Thank, thank you, sir, for but all that you have like, given us. People are dumb. Like Marvel obviously brings us so much joy. Yeah, it is a money making machine. You it know is. why we all go to see these movies? You know why we went to go see Ant Man, Doctor Strange, Black Widow, all these movies because, because they, they all contribute. If they didn't matter, no one would see it. Yeah. If it wasn't like the huge Avengers right, Endgame. Right. Not every movie's gonna be like that. It's like people are gonna go see Shang-Chi because they're gonna wanna see the implications it's gonna have for the next phase of Marvel. Exactly. Same with the Eternals, especially now with the multiverse, because now exactly. you know that line in the, in the Eternals trailer, Salma Hayek yes. is saying, like, we've we've watched, but we've never yeah. interfered, and everyone was like, Oh, like you didn't think to interfere when Thanos was like fucking snapping yeah. everyone away, he's your cousin. Um, but people are talking about that it's an implication of the multiverse now. Oh. Like, everything's an implication of the multiverse. Yeah. Like, obviously Spider-Man, too. Which I have muted. I have Spider-Man phrases and words muted on Twitter. Smart. Smart. Because I don't want to know. It's just, like, R.I.P. Chadwick. But, like, of course we needed Chadwick to be introduced in Civil War so we could have the literal Black Panther movie that took over the world. Yeah. And, then, they, and then, like, last minute they were
they were like, oh, wait, we got the rights to Spider-Man back. Throw him in that movie. And it worked. So Chadwick was introduced in an earlier in film. In a Captain America yeah. movie. And that he became the Black Panther because his, his dad, dad died. died. In that, in that movie. movie. And then remember how in Black Panther they're coming home and it's his dad's funeral? Uh, it's like that's a direct, that's direct yes. It makes sense. So did you know when you saw the movie that Chadwick was introduced Civil in War. that did, he was going to be Black Panther? Yes. I mean, because I'm very online, yes. If I had just Did you think he it, was going to be in the movie? Yes, I knew. Uh, oh, okay. I didn't know that. But like when I watched it, I was like, got it. We're getting a new character, a black superhero, Black Panther but you were shook. Probably. Black Panther, the movie was already announced at that point, <clears throat> so we just didn't like. Yeah. yeah. Um, can we talk about quickly? I know we're all completely on a tangent, but um, the news that just dropped tonight: uh, Michaela Cole has reportedly been cast in a role in Black Panther Two: Wakanda Forever. Thank God. Which I mean, yeah, I, I, I've, I, watching that movie is going to be difficult. We know, regardless. Yeah. There's so Watching much. Watching that What If episode coming up where he, it's his last performance where he voices um, the variant of T'Challa that's Star-Lord. Yeah. It's going to be like, I know, Vera, I know, I'm sorry. Listen, it's a language. It's a different Literally. language at some point. But the, very... the MCU people know what I'm talking yeah. about. Um, it's going to be really fucking hard. Yeah, it is. And like, I'm just like, there. Ryan Coogler obviously is going to do an amazing job because he did a great job in the first one. I did see Angela Bassett was quoted saying like the script has changed a bunch of times and people were like, oh no. But it I mean, they just started pre-production. So like, it is, I mean, let's be honest. Like it is a very, very, very difficult task to create a movie, a, a sequel to Black Panther without Black Panther, especially given the, like, cultural significance that that character and Chadwick Boseman as that character had. Mm -hmm. So I can't even imagine, like, Ryan Coogler sitting down at his computer to be like, let me write Wakanda well, forever. Well, was already written for, with yeah. Chadwick, so he's, like, sitting down to be like, okay, like, yes, that's why I'm being for it. <laughs> <laughs> to be Thank like, you, boop, 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 okay, T'Challa no longer exists. Yeah. Because they said they're not recasting him. I mean, this do you is think just Michael like, B. Jordan will become Black Panther? No, maybe. Uh, he will be in it somehow. I know they flashback. You know who he was in? Oh, Space Jam Two: A New Legacy. He was. Did you watch it? I watched it. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> and I have to say, my favorite part was when Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> How was the day as Lola Buddy? We. It was fine. It was just her little voice. You watched it. I watched it like Thursday afternoon. Fun. <laughs> Stupid. Mm. I've never seen the first one from start to finish. I love the first one. Um, but there I... was like a joke. Sorry, spoilers for Space Jam 2. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's a joke where they're like in the locker room at halftime of like the basketball game. Also another Don Cheadle moment, like playing the villain in Space Jam 2. Oh, I love that for Like him. really like hamming it up. Like He has a lot of checks coming in. I love that. Oh, I love it. And then so he has this other HBO movie, that No Sudden Move movie that I haven't watched yet. You'll, maybe you'll need to watch with us. He has a MCU show. Yes. He's getting one, too. Coming. Called War Machine. Honestly, no, at this point, called, like... Oh, yeah, no, it's called Armor Wars. Armor Wars. At this he point, you two should have an, a Marvel it, TV show. Exactly, Vera. Everyone has one. Thank you. But you know. um, there's this moment at halftime, they're, like, all this disheveled or whatever, and one of the tombs comes in, and he's like, guys, guess who I found? I found MJ. Like, I, Michael Jordan's here. And they're like, oh, my God. And it's like they're announcing him like he's coming out of that pool game. At six, whatever, number 23, Michael Jordan. And then it's Michael B. Jordan. 
Oh my and god! Like, Sorry guys, I was just getting popcorn and this duck grabbed me. He's like, but you guys got this, you're amazing. And LeBron's like, enough, cut it out. Oh my god. Not LeBron me, like obviously, but like I did see a tweet and I think it is pretty accurate. I, I do like LeBron James, I do. Yeah. Like I, I've had like truly like the past couple of years I've just like really grown to like him. But um I saw a tweet that was like Michael the difference between Michael Jordan and LeBron James, like in terms of legacy, is that like LeBron James is concerned about his legacy. Yeah. Whereas Michael Jordan, like, couldn't give a shit. And, yeah. like, that's kind of what this Space Jam movie is about. That, like, LeBron is so concerned with, like, taking over from Michael Jordan that, like... I'll, I'll watch. I'll need to watch. It's, like, all... It's all, it's like, Warner Brothers is just basically, like, here's Game of Thrones and here's all our movies in this, like, toon world and it's crazy. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's, like, two full hours. I feel like... So. How much should we save 10 Day made from that movie? Oh, cool, a couple million, at least. Wow. Yeah. Maybe 10 million. Was she in it a lot? Um, she comes into it, also she comes into it at this sequence where she's like training like in Wonder, at Wonder Woman on the island, like to become a, um, no, an Amazon, yes. No. And it's Lola Bunny like doing all the, the tricks and whatever. And then Bugs and LeBron show up and they're like, we need you to play a basketball game. <laughs> I, I just, just <laughs> it's, it's just a It's a lot. check so she can make another Malcolm and Marie, okay? Mm. Please keep it. Yes. Where is Euphoria? It's coming, but she was quoted this week as saying that it's really not a pleasant watch. <laughs> I'm just tired. I'm tired. Cancel Sam Levinson. <laughs> I mean, if it was just the Malcolm and Marie of it all, like if he hadn't given us Euphoria, I would say yes, cancel yeah. Sam Levinson. I do feel like she needs to work with like a very good she director. She needs to work with Barry Jenkins. She yeah. needs to she work with. I mean, <laughs> all of Hollywood probably <laughs> needs to get in with Barry Jenkins. Yeah, we still need to watch Endgame. It probably could only service their career. But like, let's not forget that Barry Jenkins is about to give us. Um, the Lion King. The Lion King 2. Honestly, It'll out of 10, even... what do you think it will be? Because for me, eight. I feel like it's going to be at least an 8. 8. Yeah. It'll be great. That's the faith I have. Take in it away from John Favreau. We do like him. We do, but like... It was a clownish. It was it's, it's silly. That, it's the middle word, yeah. That Barry Jenkins is doing Lion King, but... It's, it's definitely not like Lion I, King 2 Zimba's Pride. I, I love Which like, it's Kovu and Kiara and like the kids. Didn't see it. It's gonna be different. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, Vera. Wait. Did you watch Lion King like One and a Half? Childhood. The oh, Lion oh, King then I probably have. Did you seen watch it. Lion King One and a Half? I didn't see the the live action Lion King. <laughs> no, 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 no. Lion King One and a Half. Just so they all came out. Vera, I'm not kidding you. Here. They're animated. Do you movies. not remember the the digging in the digging in the grave digging, digging in the dirt song by Raven Simone? Ah, uh, sing it. If you remember it, send it to us. But uh, whatever. Lion King one and a half was about Toe and Pumba. And then Lion King it's two is genuinely... about Kiara, Simba, and Nala's yeah. daughter, and Kobu, who's like Scar's nephew. If it, if... but like also that means was he Scar's nephew or like Scar's heir? Because then that would mean remember. that he would be related. We to fully him. lost the plot. Currently. We have so lost the plot. We have deviated from the plot. Um, but. Loki, shall we wrap? Yeah. <laughs> I will say, I have gone on record on this podcast, yeah. on Twitter, and to say, in saying, congratulations to Tom Hiddleston on Loki, and also on being hot in Loki. Because I he is 
looking good. I For agree. A forty-year-old man. Hot. I felt the energy in the 30 minutes that I watched of Loki. He did a lot of hair flips in that in those six episodes. It it's was uh, I think it's like a full body energy, though. It's like an aura around him. But also, like, I, I also think, and I agree, I also think it's, like, the costume. Like, he's wearing just, like, a suit. Mm. Whereas usually he's, like, in these, like, robes. And it's, like, very, like, cartoonish. True. So, like, he looks like a real, more like a real person. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Because you mostly, like, the black hair... With, it was like all greasy and whatever. The receding hairline is is he really fully has one? Not great. And the thing so. is, is if they're giving him a wig, they could like course correct the make receding it a, hairline. Yeah, but which is interesting. He's a just choice. Embracing it. A choice. But he's not going bald in real life. He so has, like, it's a full strange. Hair. It's so just the they're hairline. aging him in the wig in the show. Yeah. As the character. But I think that's his hairline in real life. But then he is losing his hair. Yeah. But he's not really, because mm. like it's still growing up. You know what I mean? I haven't seen a picture of him in real life recently. He's 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 again like just always like in his glasses. And yeah. His was he in the hot man bracket? Yeah, he was. Did he make it though past the? I don't think so. Yeah. People are mean about him. Nah, I mean he's listen. I'm not here to defend Thomas. No. To ob- a, to objectify he people. He was fully but... like though when when. Loki first, like, debuted in the MCU, like, for the Avengers. He was a full-blown, like, Tumblr internet boyfriend. Oh, people love him. Obsessed with him. And, like, then it was, like, he dated Taylor Swift. And then he made that, he got, he made that really um, uncomfortable speech at the Golden Globes. I don't know if you guys remember that. It was very, like, bad. Like, the way he, like... Yeah, okay. It was kind of like clownish. Has he made, like, cinema? Is there a movie I'm forgetting? Yeah, he's made cinema. <laughs> Has he made cinema? cinema? Um, he was in that... Let's, I mean, let's look at his Wikipedia, right? Sorry. No, it's fine. Um, well, he's definitely, like, a theater guy. Mm. He's a bit of animated stuff. Yeah, he's... Um, He's also in Midnight in Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in War Horse, Steven Spielberg. I saw War yes. Horse. Um, the Deep Blue Sea with, with Rachel Weiss. Mm-hmm. Weiss. I haven't seen that. And he was in that Guillermo del Toro movie, Crimson Peak. Oh, he okay. also, I, which I think is his actual hottest, was in Kong Skull Island with Samuel L. Jackson and Brie Larson. You haven't seen it, but I watched it recently because I watched all of those movies so that I could watch Godzilla vs. Kong for yes. Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah, and then like the night manager. Tom Hiddleston, the concept. Dates a black woman. In real life? Yes. Her. <laughs> wow! And she's, and she's about to be in the MCU. Zap is. She is? Zalyash. Ah, so that's how she's they. She's going to be a villain in. Um, Ant Man, I think. Maybe. Maybe not Ant Man. Oh, I love that. Is that how they. No, the Marbles. I'm so sorry. The Marbles. Oh wow! Yeah. The marbles are about the children of Wanda. No, we lost it. I really thought I had well, that. That's, that's really like the Young Avengers. Ah, oh, you told me that. Tiana Paris, though the black woman who is in WandaVision, will be a marvel. And Miss Marvel, which is a show coming to Disney Plus. Yes. Will be in that, and Brie Larson as well. Okay, I got confused. I, I'm and it's thinking also directed by a black woman. When you went to the bathroom after we saw Black Widow, because I did see Black Widow, because I'm a little Marvel girl you now. You are a little Marvel girl. Um, you were in the bathroom, and Giselle told me about the young Avengers. Avengers, and that's what I thought the Marvels were. So it's like Wanda and Vision's kids. Are you? They're young Avengers. Yes, because they're going to be brought back. Yeah. Like it's in Doctor Strange, probably. And they're gay. 
yeah. in the comics Here. they're gay. We'll see what Mr. Kevin Feige. The, the Young Avengers are very queer. Like yeah, from no, the no, comics, super like queer. very. And then it's like Haley Steinfeld, right? And um, Catherine Newton, who's playing Cassie Lang. They recasted her, which I'm and, which is upsetting. Right. I feel bad for that girl who got recast. Yeah, she was good in it. Yeah. Um, also, um, what's um, Patriot, who was the son of or the grandson of Isaiah Bradley? Yes, Winter Soldier. Um, there's just a bunch. They're setting up a bunch of. of which I love. Yeah. I love. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, Loki was good. We liked Loki, and we ranked it for you. So, so there. Let's, I think we should stay on the, the TV shows and talk about the other two TV shows we have to talk about. Yeah, this is basically like what we did last week, too. This five. Yeah, we <laughs> let us live our lives. Uh, okay, so before we talk about one you all probably do watch, let's just quickly speak about uh, High School Musical, the show, series. the series. Yes. She always the show. I should probably just add the show now. High School, the musical, the musical, the show, the series. Um, it's a mess. The theme of this episode is losing the plot. Losing the plot. Also, First we, of all, Meg like, texted me when she watched it first, of course, as Friday always. Morning, in like a panic. Out. She was like, Giselle, they, there's 10 minutes in, and we literally have not had Beauty and the Beast, the musical. Yeah. Because we thought, as if you listened last week, we thought that it was the season finale this week. Ten episodes. However, we were lied to. It's 12 episodes, so there are two more. There's one coming out Friday and one coming out next week. But the gag is, go with me here. Yes. In our youth, we had seasons of 25 and 30 episodes. So we didn't need, like, we still got somewhere, but, like, it was okay that maybe we had two or three filler episodes. Yeah. Why in High School Musical, the musical, the show, the series, with 12 episodes, we've had eight filler episodes? <laughs> <laughs> Why have we had no plot for the last 10 episodes? Absolutely no plot. I'm honestly, Megan, I get why Olivia Rodrigo is supposed to it. I would yeah. either. You know she used to play a fork in Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> Wait, they're doing Beauty and the Beast? That's their music. Well, they originally were doing High School, High School the Musical, too. High School Musical 2. Yeah. In the second season. season. In season one, they put on a production of High School Musical. Right. At the, sh- at the school. By the way, this show is extremely meta. Yeah. It is. They put on a High School Musical at the high school where High School East Musical side, yes. was filmed. I watched the first episode. Yes. Great. Um, so, of course, the first episode of season two, they're like, oh, well, we're doing High School Musical 2. And, like, um, Joshua Bassett sings high, uh, sings bet on it very often. Badly. Um, and like they're all they're all like so excited for high school musical too, like summer, summer. And then all of a sudden, Miss Jen, who's the um, theater director, is like, oh my god, like there's this Alan Menken award that we can win if we do an Alan Menken musical. Goodbye. So they're doing Beauty and the Beast to compete with North with North High, <laughs> whose theater director is played by none other than Derek Huff. Ah, you are. You have been it's talking so about crazy. him. You have been talking about him. And like they used to date in high school, Miss Jen and Derek Huff's character in the show. In the show, right? They give Miss Jen three love interests, and all we want is for her to be with the IT guy. Yes, which it seems like that's where it's going, but it's taken us like a Maggie, long time. Maggie, I'm sorry, but like Disney needs to understand that like 26 year olds are watching this show, so like, <laughs> not the like Miss Jen. You looked beautiful today. Backspace, backspace, no, backspace, gorgeous. backspace. Oh yeah, you looked gorgeous today. Backspace, backspace, backspace. You were great. Giselle wants to them to get it on in the closet. Literally. Give me something. Give me a brush against the knee. Ooh. Give me a little flirt bump. I don't know. I will have to say though. I have to say. 
Wow. What? Lots of things are happening. A flirt? Bump? What is that? Lots of things are happening. Okay. Okay. I have to say, it is this podcast's opinion that if Gina and EJ do not kiss before the end of the season, we will fucking riot. I'm done. I'm not watching it any longer. That's all we have to say. High School Musical, the musical, the series, the show. Are you Is... Absolute is an absolute train wreck, but also they like kind of killed off Joshua Bassett at the end of last season. Killed him? So they're trying to figure out a way to do the beast transformation at the end of Beauty and the Beast in a unique way, Vera, so that they can win the Mankeys. Okay? This is what's happening. You have to take it seriously. And so Basically, they figured it out. The girls went to one house and the guys went to another. And they, they well, like came the two up, gay guys split apart. But like the gay couple, one of them went with the guys and one of them went with the girls. Because they're feuding. Because they were upset with each other. But then they had a romantic song. And also this, these two <laughs> guys are dating in real life. It's very cute. We like them. Okay. Um, however, then they get to the, um, to the theater and they're like, okay, this is our idea. And it's literally just like lifting the beast up in the air <laughs> and spinning him around with like skateboards and stuff. And they're lifting him up. And it's Joshua Bassett who broke little Olivia Rodrigo's heart, a.k.a. Ricky. She's and, showing me the little, um, big little boys. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah. They're very cute. Um, the a.k.a. Ricky. And they're soon. lifting him up in the air. And he's all the way up. And he's like transforming. And they're like, oh, my God, we're going to win the Mankeys. And then the rope snaps. And he falls to the ground. And that's the end of the episode. Can I say, as someone who doesn't watch High School Musical, the musical show, the series? Yes. I think they honestly, honestly, I think they should toss it to Ryan Murphy. Oh, no. No, they should. If they're doing the Mankeys. Kenny Ortega. Kenny Ortega. One of of the two, because the way they're trying to develop the Mankeys, as you're calling it, this needs to be in the hands of somebody, one of those two men. Yeah, definitely. Just, just feels like... I mean, okay, next week, tune in to hear about how Olivia Rodrigo does as a fork in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> I can't she believe this. People, people literally um, put a TikTok together. I can't believe this. People put a TikTok together because her outfit from this upcoming week, not her meeting with Biden, this her outfit from this upcoming episode is like she has her hair tied to the side and she has like a black turtleneck and then she's wearing like a fork skirt. <laughs> and people took a screenshot of her Instagram story in a in a mask, obviously on set in that outfit. And it was right when driver's license came out. So Miss Olivia Rodrigo had the number one song in the world. And she was a fork. And she was playing a fork on a Disney um, plus show. Listen. <laughs> I wouldn't post about Two it. Two truths. I also wouldn't post about it. No listen, way. Uh, listen. That's dirty laundry at this point. Yeah. She's probably trying everything she has to get out of that She contract. cannot wait for that for that contract. Is she yet. still in it? Yeah, she's like the main character. One of the main characters. Like they want Even her to do a season really three. This season. Yeah. We're really giving it to Gina more, which I'm happy about. Honestly, Carrie is showing her best. Yes. Her and EJ. OTP? OTP. <sighs> Who was your OTP growing up? Debbie Lovato and JoJo. Oh my <laughs> god! For like two months! That was like I was my like real devastated. life OTP. That was my real life OTP. Them and uh, Leanna Miley for sure. Oh my god. That's I was devastated when they got divorced. I, the way that I was... The way that I was obsessed with Debbie Lovato, as you know. Yes. But I was equally as obsessed with JoJo. So when they got together, I was like... 
Oh no! I and know. I also kind of felt they had the narrative where it was like Demi was like the best friend, and I was kind of like finally like the best friend like hero <laughs> edit. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, Giselle. Wait, Am I saying something for my own I, life? Yeah, I saw I, myself in Demi Lovato. Can I say I? I'm sure I watched the Make a Wave music video. Oh, girl! About Just a little bit of kindness. About two thousand times. No, but have you seen? The, when Joe Jonas goes on Sunny with a Chance and they sing yes. the, the Christmas song, yes. bitch. And they sit at the piano and they're just like making sex eyes at each other the entire time. That moment <laughs> changed me. <laughs> I changed me for life. I said, if, if someone is looking the way Joe Jonas is looking at Demi Lovato under this fucking tree, under I'm done. Tree. Under this tree. I'm done. On Sunny with a Chance. <laughs> a great show. Deserve more. Da, ba, da, 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 da. Off to the races. I'm going places. Might be a long shot. I'm not going to waste it. This is my big break. Goodbye. And it's calling, <laughs> and it's my, calling name. my name. Yeah. So far, so great. Get with it. Can't take away this feeling. Come on. All Who right. is your OTP? Them too. But like, probably like some fictional characters. Yeah, that's fine. You know what I mean? Real or fictional. You don't have to answer. Sorry. I don't God, mean to put I you on really, the spot. I think I had a list though of, no, no. of, of couples that I shipped. You, like, yeah. a, like a Google document. Yeah, like, oh, oh, I love that. It's probably somewhere. You don't have to answer because I posed the question. I absolutely had real and fictional OTPs yes. and I can't really feel no, like I can I come up with them right now. I exact for a while too. Oh, oh I yeah. I, I was obsessed with that. Do you want to know what I was obsessed with? Quite niche. There was a behind the scenes of them making High School Musical 2 maybe? Yeah. And Vanessa Hudgens, they were because they were dating at that point, like we all knew. So it must have been two. I think it's I think it's two because Vanessa has short hair and she has short hair oh, in yes. two. Her and hair is great. And as a society, we knew that Vanessa and Zach were dating. And there's a behind the scenes of two where with Kenny, man of the hey. hour. Uh, hey. they're doing like dance rehearsals and Vanessa's like in like a little tank top and sweatpants and Zach is in like Oh yes. Like very of the two thousands, like baggy jeans like low-rise jeans even on him and they're doing like the choreography together but also they're in you know quote in love they probably weren't in love they were like 14 years old but I just remember watching them do that and being like there's nothing else in this world like the two of them in these these dance rehearsals right now like Vanessa and her sweatpants and Zach like loves her and he's in his little jeans and Kenny is like no wonder telling them that they're amazing has been spiraling since her break up with Austin Butler because she went from like a seven year relationship with Zac Efron to an eight year relationship with Austin Butler. I believe that they were like Me too. Him. Oh me too. Her and Austin Butler. Yeah. Absolutely. That was crazy. Sorry, I feel like I've been single handedly responsible for making this podcast lose the plot. It's fine. That's okay. I mean let's talk about another thing that's lost the plot because that's the theme Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. Well like Vera can off you've actually watched both episodes. Yeah. So you like really can't comment. Um for anyone watching Gossip Girl, uh what the fuck is going on? It's confusing, like, in a way that I'm not going to waste any of my energy trying to explain, actually yeah. understand. Right. Like, it's not right. worth right. it because the show is still extremely entertaining, but it's genuinely a little bit confusing. Like, I have to, I had to, I was watching with somebody, Peter, who will maybe listen to this podcast, and I had to pause it and be like, but why, why is she upset with him about this? And it was only episode two. And I already was was not following the like why they wanted me to feel a certain way about what is somebody. The blonde girl's name? No idea. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> like I actually 
actually, I actually think but if she's, I sat here for five minutes, I could not tell you. No, 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 no. I don't know the other friend that's not Monet's name. Me Luna. neither. Luna. The only reason I know Monet's Luna name is because Peter texted every other day. Because he loves her. Loves her. Which is good. She yeah. needs a fan somewhere. I will say what my take is, which I think you both agree with, is that I appreciate that at the end of the second episode, um, they drop the kind of drama with the dads, at least for now. I'm sure there's going to be Audrey. Yes, yes, yes. They've they never said the, that out loud. They drop the drama with the dads and in terms of like the dads not knowing that they're friends, like the sisters are friends and that they, you know, plan this. And I appreciate that that's kind of like behind us. I'm sure there's going to be repercussions, but also now it can get to like actual real drama and not just like that it's a secret that Zola came here because Julian wanted her and like blah, 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 blah. So I do appreciate that. Yeah. I did say it felt like the scene in the original Gossip Girl, maybe in episode four or five at the end when Blair and Serena meet up under the bridge in Central Park and it's raining and they're both wearing like floppy hats and Blair is like, why did you leave? And why didn't you tell me when you were coming back? And then like, that is like Gossip Girl's like, spotted S and B calling a truce. Mm. Yeah. And then from then on, they were like frenemies, but like more friends than enemies, which I appreciated. Yeah. I mean, I think in general, it's going to, like, serve the show best if they sort of, like, cut the tropes as early as possible and just let the drama, like, be new yeah. drama, let it be sexy, let it be all the things. Like, enough and, like, like the texting and, like, the pretending yeah. that she sent a sex to everyone at the fashion show. Like, that's just, like, not interesting at all. I forget who said it, but, like, it's just, like, I just wish they would have just had a show with these hot people in New York City. Yeah. Like, I don't I, know. I, the thing is, it's like, where are they even filming? I don't know. I haven't seen any landmarks. Dumbo. That's Dumbo. the only place they mentioned. Can I say something? Yes. <laughs> I, you. <laughs> they, as we watch this, the show, they want us to buy into the idea that Gossip Girl, having Gossip Girl be present, is somehow making these kids, these students, Pay attention to teachers. Yes. That's what I don't get. That you, correlation is not connecting for do me. Do you remember in Bridgerton how there was a moment where everyone was like, ah, so the entire show is about the pull-out method. Gossip Girl is, ah, so the entire show is that Gossip Girl is going to make the kids good students. That's what I don't get. Ever, that is the, the basis of the show, and that to me is the most ludicrous. Ludicrous. Who, who went to space? No, because, the most because, recent Fast and Furious. <laughs> I was because Tavi Jensen is like, I. They're all I like must, friends with Tavi. Her, her accent also. I must like. I think it's the way she talks. Gossip girl. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, have to, I have to be gossip girl because then like we'll lose power. But I'm like, how does gossip girl correlate to teachers losing power? Also, it's a bit. I think personally, I I what? do I do think it's I I think as we sent in voice notes with Peter. I do think that Tavi's going to get found out. I hope. This is my hope for the show. Sure. I think she's going to get found out early on. I think she's going to get found out by, like, Monet. Yes. I think she will get found out. Or um, they're setting her up to be friends with Zoya. Zoya. Yeah. So I think that will be good. My hope is that the teachers sort of get, like, exposed early on, and then Gossip Girl can actually get, like, tossed to somebody else that's a bit more secretive, which I think is possible, but maybe not going to happen. I also think that what's funny about the whole plot being like around Gossip Girl making the students good students is that the kids don't give a shit. 
Vera, they're not making them good students. They're making them Barack Obamas instead of Brett Kavanaugh. But, like, right. why are the kids raising <laughs> that them? Line, the girl that line The fact that I'm still watching yeah. this show after, after, that that, after that line. Like, honest to God, you guys. If, let's we say... Were, we were supposed to make them into <laughs> Barack Obamas. <laughs> yes. And Nate Arsenal. No, we're supposed to make them into Barack Obamas, not Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> but they're, like, saying that because Barack exists, they're raising Do I do it a good Tommy impression? It's you, quite you good. Do. Thank you so much. Because they're because Gossip Girl exists, they raised their hand in class. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I had people participating today. I what? just don't get it. I don't get it. I, but this is my, I think it's how... It's be chaotic, of course, but I think it's like I've accepted that it's going to be chaotic and I'm going to enjoy it for what it is. There are several very hot people. I mean, they're all good looking, but there are several yeah. very hot people. I wish that they were doing things that were more exciting and yeah. sexy than just sending text messages, but hopefully we'll get there. Well, like, I think if if I wanted the teachers, like, I, if the teachers are going to be involved, I'd rather them be involved in the way that, like, Thomas Doherty mm. is, like, trying to hook up with this teacher. That's why I think like, Tavi's like going to be that. exposed, maybe through yeah. Zoya. But, by the way, did either of you remember the hot teacher that Thomas Doherty's trying to get with from the first episode? That, yes. that was him. You you flagged that immediately. I did, well, I remembered him. I did not. Him, yeah. So I had to pause the show, and Peter he had was, to tell me that too. He was in that initial scene when they were in the teacher's lounge. But like so slightly, like yeah. yes, you're, he was kind of like he was kind of anti doing the gossip. No, no, moment. you're yeah. exactly right because yeah. that's exactly what Peter said to me. But like my point where this show is confusing me is that. I had to pause the show and Peter was sitting next to me and he was like, oh, well, exactly what you just said. Well, because they're, they introduced too many characters in the first episode. Right. Did you know immediately? Did you clock that that was a teacher? The guy that he's interested in? Did you remember him from the first episode? Thomas Doherty. What? The teacher he's into. He was in the first episode? See? Yeah, yeah, there you go. He was in the first scene where they're in the teacher's lounge. We and all were we're supposed all to remember that oh, he was... Be me. Right. Wasn't like, me. When, um... Was Peter and Meg, though, because they have good memories. Yeah, I could be me. Well, it's... I think our brains have been rotted by television, and we, we pick up on this, <laughs> these, like, ridiculous things. Definitely. But, um... Yeah, that's Gossip Girl. I mean, please, people, let us know what you're thinking of this Gossip Girl show. For the most part, this is what I've heard from people. Mixed reactions, but that they're going to keep watching because... It's what else we have to watch? Yeah. Okay. Loki is over now. High School Musical, the musical series ends in two weeks. Like, what the fuck else am I going to watch? Do, 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 do. Um, like, oops, a daisy. <laughs> um, so, We're everyone, everyone, I have to tell you oh. that last week, as we told you, um, when we recorded on Monday as our regular time, um, we were at my apartment, and after we finished recording, we ordered, we ordered some Asian food As and always. we put on The Bachelor. At we sat down on my couch waiting for our food and watching uh, watching not Gossip Girl The Bachelorette. And I opened my phone and I saw that Normani had announced a new single. Finally, what have we been saying for oh, literal episodes on? Well, and I talked about this actually. Yes. So I have a theory. Okay, tell me about it. Okay, so. You know, and I, we have both said that like there's been something with her record label, right? Mm-hmm. But like, let's let's zoom out, ready? Let's take zooming it back. Out, zooming out, zooming out. Let's take it back to Fifth Harmony when they when they originally got together, and like all five of them kind of knew that like signing up for Fifth Harmony was a way to like boost Camila Cabello's career, right? Right. So like, what Cabello and I were talking about is apparently like maybe um, they signed on to make like 
a certain amount of albums or have a certain amount of like a contract beef with Harmony. Mm-hmm. But like with Camilla's contract being different than the rest of them. Really, you think so? Yeah, because wow. okay. because in the span of time that they've not like been with Harmony, Which Camilla is what like three years. Camilla has put out two albums, and the, the four second, of them well, the have not put out any albums or music barely. Lauren Girardi, whatever her name is, has put out three singles. singles. Yeah. Dina Jane, three singles. And it's all like collabs with other artists. And it, apparently it's like maybe that they have, if they're going to put out albums or whatever, they have to do it based on their own money. So like that's why there hasn't been anything. From the four of them, that's crazy. Wow, that's really true. But maybe Camilla was not supposed to leave, which she did. Mm-hmm. But they still were under that contract that they signed. Not the music industry being evil and screwing over women. Camilla's put out two studio screwing albums. Screwing over women two. constantly though. Two. And, and they have not been out. The, the one second one was trash. Right. But not one of them have had a studio album. Not one of the four. Wow. So that's what, like, that could be it. That the four of them signed, signed some sort of, like, other contract. So do like, we think it's up now? Because maybe. Camila Cabello was putting out a single on Friday. Yeah, yeah, which is rude. She announced it on the Normani. But also, did you see, she commented, like, Yes, and like fire flame emojis on Normani's post, and, so, I knew her. and it was like a, a, like an update account was like Camila Cabello threatens to burn Normani alive. They truly, they they truly could have squashed that though. I you I know everyone hates Camila, and I like you know, and there is definitely reason with like the racist things that she said in the past. Yeah. obviously. Um, <clears throat> so there's like you can't put that aside. That's part of her, but. I'm also not like I'm like they probably have squashed a lot oh, of the no, beef. No. Like I sort of I sort of think that as a collective five, they've. I'm not saying that they all love each other deeply and have not like are not still holding on to some things, but I think eventually they'll get to a good place. Like I do think with it's one just like not worth it, you know. I think with One Direction, the final four like that were there are in a good place. I think Zane like has burned some bridges but I do think eventually like they will find a common ground and they'll find kind of like a a nice place yeah and I think like Fifth Harmony has kind of maybe maybe gotten there yeah I think it's just one of those things where it's like I mean literally I have no idea well the thing about Camila Cabello is that she's just like going on walks in Miami with Shawn Mendes constantly I think it's also probably for the other girls it's like weight lifted off of their spirits to, like, not have to feel like they're holding some, like, grudge right. against somebody, you know? It almost serves them to just be, like, to just be like I'm over it. Let go, oh, my God. Exactly. Kind of yeah, exactly. Totally. Wait, I mean, completely unfounded, <laughs> that opinion. I have no idea, but... Yeah. I That's yeah, how that, I that's feel. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But happy that Normani has okay. put out this single that is a good song. So good. Yeah. A great music video showcasing her dance skills. Did we need Cardi on it? No. no, no, not at all. I'm like kind of like people thinking Cardi like gives them something. I'm like Normani, like honest to God, like she, the Normani Hive, whoever stands her, has we have kept her relevant for three years with no music. Yeah, the other three, who the fuck is Allie Brooke official? <laughs> she is a Dancing with the Stars finalist. I guess is what she is. The only last thing I remember, Dinah Jane though, actually Dinah Jane, right? I guess. God bless her because she is the least relevant, I think, of all of them. And like Normani like, probably is maybe one of the more talented ones. Yes. yes for sure. Normani cannot sing. No, she can't. Not live. She is a very lucky one of the best the best backup dancer who has a career. And I love that for her. And she's beautiful. Like so, I think that's also 
part as much as like I hate to say that. Like yeah. that it's about looks. Her body's insane. But she's gorgeous and she's got a great personality. She's nice. And she can dance really well and she can hold a tune. And she was in this she was in this band, this girl band, girl group. I feel like we say boy band, girl group, right? Well, let's let's uh, let's Normal cancel way. that bias yes, there. Exactly. Yes. Girl band. Um, Nobody band. in One Direction played an instrument. We'll say band. So they're not really a band, yeah, are they? They're a group. They're a she group. She's in this group. And obviously that got her a lot of exposure, and that's great. And also, like, I think she's just a delightful person. Yeah. Motivation is a fucking bot. Oh. It is. Um, and I wish her the best. I agree. But I also think, I think they think that Cardi will get the streams. Which, to be fair, I do think that, like, us saying, like, the Normani hive, like, kept her relevant for three years, like... That's because, like, even if you don't consider yourself a part of the Normani Hive, you're adjacent to it. Like, but it's let's also, let's let's let me clarify: here. black people kept Normani alive for three years. Let's it's also, be real. It's also curiosity. Yeah. Especially because in past years we've seen stuff happen with Kesha, with JoJo, with these different like people who have had issues with the music industry and the way their yeah. contracts are signed and things like that. I think that I every think day it's the, it's person... It's the curiosity of, like, why... that If you are aware of music at all, you know Normani put out Motivation in 2019. Yeah. Which, honestly, and probably a, a lot of people song. don't even know about. Yeah. That's why I think Cardi yeah. is actually... I get the strategy. Because the thing is, as we've talked about, artists don't make money off of streaming. They yeah. don't. And nobody buys albums anymore. Except for us, because we buy vinyls. Hmm? Um, but you don't make money off of streaming so you need you need the hype you need the radio play you need like people to know who you are to then make money off of touring and appearances and and out like everything else yeah so I do think it does make sense like the Cardi thing as much as it's kind of annoying because Cardi is so just like I love her, but she's so overexposed. Right, but I so, think, like, like... a lot, you know? Yeah, and to Giselle's point, though, it's, like, if black people single-handedly kept Normani relevant for three years, then, like, Cardi brings her into mainstream. the true mainstream. Yeah, because Cardi is mainstream. But also, when you and Kubale were watching the video with me the other night, it was the next day, and it had maybe, like... Two million oh, yeah, streams. Which is crazy. Was not, it was like four and a half million. I rewatched. I rewatched it maybe yesterday, mm-hmm. and it had twelve. And I was like, "Damn!" Like only twelve. I thought revisiting it several days later, it would have accrued more right. than that. like that. People just like I don't know. I mean, Ariana Grande's been putting out all of these Vivo performances and everything, and they all have at least that much. You know what I mean? Like, but you know what? That's like truly. There's a whole conversation about racism here. Truly, 100%. 100%. because what is? I mean, you can cut this out, but it's like, what does Ari do? Like, she appropriates a lot from Black culture. Yes, absolutely. Gets hundred million streams in like two day, two hours, and you have someone like Normani who, like, yes, obviously Normani is not as. There's a she's not in, like, a vocalist in, yes, in that yeah. way, right? But, like, I think there's a lot to be unpacked there. Definitely. Also, obviously, Normani, like, has one major song under her, like, as a solo artist, Motivation. Yeah. So she has, like, Which, you like, know. isn't even, like, it, for us, it was big. And also because Luna covered it. Ugh. It was even bigger for the three True. of us because we love Luna. But, like, it was a great song, but it didn't get radio play. 